The following content may not be suitable for all ages. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh shit, fuck. Sorry. Welcome to the main cave. What's your favorite scary movie? Finish him! I have to poop. Hello everybody, what is up and welcome to the Man Cave. This is the very first episode of my attempted podcast. Um, this is not going to be anything new or original. You can find way better shit. Uh, I want to be covering shit like video games, horror movies, goosebump books, cheesy 80 movies, football. Pretty much anything under the sun. I mean, you're going to find way better stuff like wrestling, Steven Larson, Wrestling with Regret, all those guys, those are awesome. Goosebumps. Welcome to Deadcast, amazing. Horror movies, video games, Cinemassacre is your way to go, but I mean, if you're bored and you've already listened to those a thousand times, then let's just fucking check it out. So yeah, this is the first episode, and uh, for the first episode, I want to do the first couple episodes with some kind of classic horror 80s cheese, so I went with Sleepaway Camp. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. I got this motherfucker on VHS. Alright, two minutes in, I'm dropping a fuck. Sorry about that. So, Sleepaway Camp is a very cheesy 80s cult classic kind of movie. Uh, some of the acting's ridiculous, some of the death scenes are ridiculous, and it's just one of those movies where you're like, ah, this is so fucking terrible. Why do I love it so much? And that's just <laughs> one of those movies. There's a lot of movies like that, especially in the 80s. This one came out. Let's pull out the old handy dandy. VHS. I got this at. I got that set of garage set. Looks like it's from. I don't know where the fuck this is from. Looks like it came from a video rental place. So it does not say where it's from. Labeled horror. That's definitely a icon of the uh, rental area. So let's go ahead. And, oh, it's on. Oh, here we go. Let's, let's go ahead and read the back here. Let me put it in the light here so I can fucking read it. Dear mom and dad, you've got to get me out of this here. Wait, this is all in fucking cursive and really small. Sorry. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna attempt that again. Dear mom and dad. You've got to get me out of here right away. I can, I'm not going to fucking try to read that. So there's way too small a print. I'm fucking getting old and it's on cursive. I fucking hate reading cursive handwriting. Sorry. If you love cursive handwriting and that's your jam, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and just start talking about sleep. Camp. So sleepaway camp. He starts off with uh, some dude and his little short shorts and hairy chest. It's a thing. Short shorts and hairy chest in the 80s. It's a very common thing here in this movie. Uh, they're out paddle boating or sailboating, some of that, whatever, one of those things. So I don't know what they're doing. He's uh, it's his dad and his son and daughter, and they're out just having the time of their life. So, and then we cut to some little chick going, "Hey, let me drive your boat." And the guy's like, "No way, dude! I'm gonna get in trouble if I let you." And she's like, "Just fucking come on, suck your dick." He's like, "Fine." So they decide to switch uh, spots, going full speed. 
while they're carrying someone in the background that's terrified. She's like, please slow down, please. And they're like, nah, fuck you. They're like, no, okay, we're going to go ahead and switch. So while they're switching, she's driving. She's like, woo, this is easy. I can fucking do this. Let's crank it up faster. And then she murders some people. Yeah. So she runs over what we know as Angela Faja. I think Richard. No. I don't know what the dad's name is. They might have said it, but I can't remember. So Richard, not Richard, we think is Richard, the dad, Angela and Peter all get fucking wiped out by this boat, the speedboat, and we see the dad floating. Woo! And then we see one of the life vests, and it's all chopped up. And then we cut to, it looks like I'd say maybe five, five, six years later. Doesn't seem like a lot. Maybe ten. She may be in like five at the time. So we see Angela and Ricky. Coming down the stairs and fucking the ant, the ant, full blown wackaloon ant. This I don't know what the, if there was any kind of story about her like really sing songy, like everything she said was all sing songy. Like Richard Angela. So I don't know if that was like a something I never looked that up. I should probably look that up before I. Started recording, but whatever. Uh, we're going to go with it. So she does a bunch of weird shit like, oh, I forgot. Oh, no, that won't do at all. And then she remembers shit by tying a bow to her finger. I believe that I've forgotten something. Now what can it be? Oh, I remember what it is. I knew I wouldn't forget. I just kept reminding myself. In fact, I tied a string around around my finger so I wouldn't forget. I don't know how that gets you to remember shit, but that's. I mean, if I can do that, that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, this bow. Fuck, did I tie a bow? And then, like, the main reason I'd be like, why the fuck did I tie a bow? And then that's, like, another mystery I gotta solve. So, seems like a uh, piece of shit. So, they're about ready to go ahead to camp, have the bus pick them up, and then <laughs> the aunt, who apparently is a doctor, forged the signatures for physicals. And I don't know why, because she's a doctor, so why the fuck couldn't she just write it herself? Just be careful not to tell anyone how you got them. Oh, no, no, I'm afraid that they wouldn't approve of that at all. Even though they know that I am a doctor. Uh, then we get there, and we're getting to camp. We see all these kids coming in. <laughs> a kid runs into Beefcakes there. I think he has a botch there. And then we get our first sight of Pedal Boy here, our Pedal Man. This old tub of fuck. And he's eyeballing all the little girls it's fucking disgusting and then he's making some disgusting jokes and then they're like you're, i hope you die and then he <laughs> does yeah, so that, that's pretty good so so shortly after uh we get the beefcake botch uh we get introduced to uh paul ricky's best friend and judy and meg and judy and meg are just such bitches <laughs> they're just always so mean to angela and they just always seem to like you can just seem like pop their head into one scene and say something douchey and then they just walk away Oh, every time. So we get that. And then uh, shortly after, we get introduced to Judy and Paul and uh, fucking Meg. We get introduced to our first kill. And I mean, kind of kill. I guess he's not really dead because he's... Well, we'll talk about it. So we see uh, Pedal Boy in the kitchen after Angela doesn't want to eat. Uh, Beefcake Robbie. Ronnie brings... Uh, Beefcake Ronnie brings in uh, Angela to uh, the kitchen because she doesn't want to eat. So he's like, hey, Pedal Cook. Can you make her something? So he's like, yeah, sure. I'm going to be fucking gross. And then he uh, lures into the kitchen or lures her into the walk-in freezer and he's about to do some fucking gross shit. But luckily, Ricky comes in, saves the day. This was fucking gross because the kids are actually like 13 and 14. But I did read that when they were filming this scene, like Angela wasn't even in the freezer at this point when he was 
unbutton his pants. Yeah, that's fucking gross. So at least that didn't happen. So he gets all pissed off at Ricky, slams him against the wall, and he's like, you little fucker. Uh. And then shortly after that, we see they gave this guy, and I think it's Artie, but we're just going to call him piece of shit or pedo moving forward. So he's, he's going to die pretty quickly, so or almost die. So luckily he's not in a scene too much after that. So Pedo is uh, boiling up some corns, and there's this big-ass pot, and it's on like a, on, like, a table, so it's kind of high up, so... He uh, gets a gets a chair so he can stand up and pour some salt into it. And then while he's doing that, you see from a POV point of view the killer coming in. Dun, 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 and then pushes piece of shit, pedo. And then he like stumbles a little bit. He grabs on. And it doesn't look like he's like hovering that much over it. So he's not in that much danger at all. And then you see a hand start shaking the chair, which... You'll find out later once we reveal who the killer is. It's kind of silly because it's a pretty big dude, and this is getting shaked with pretty ease. So the killer rips off the rips the chair out from underneath piece of shit pedo, and it's a fucking foot. Just jump down, you dumbass. But no, he's like, oh, and he falls all dramatically backwards and grabs the pot on top of him because that's what pieces of shit do, I guess. And he gets all burned to shit. You see a bunch of blisters everywhere, and they, he never dies because he's screaming the whole time, and then they cart his ass off. So, and then, uh, and then after he gets killed, or kind of killed, fuck, I wish he would have just died so I could just say he got killed. So after he gets kind of killed, uh, we see Mel, who's the camp director, or the camp director, camp owner. He's like, uh, hey guys, uh, let's kind of keep this on the hush-hush, you know, we don't want anybody to freak out. So that's his whole thing every time, is he's going to just cover up every, which is clearly a murder, or clearly something foul play is happening, but he's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so shortly after... Mel talks all the cooks and gives them some extra money to keep their fucking mouth shut. Then we cut to a baseball game, which really looks like it's just a short short off because they're just trying to see who has the shorter shorts. And the guys in this movie have way shorter shorts than the girls do. So, like, it's, like, enough to cover their balls and then the crop top's enough to cover their nipples. That was the standard in the 80s, I guess. I don't know. So, uh, so after the short short off, we uh, go to the next scene, which is at a dance where... The same older campers that were playing baseball, they're like, hey, you know what, let's go fuck with Angela. So uh, we get Telly, dad, <laughs> which is Telly from Kids. They uh, kind of have the same lisp and the same hairstyle, and hopefully he doesn't have AIDS, but he comes up with one of his friends, and they're like, Angela, why are you so fucked up in the head, man? What's wrong with you? And then Ricky sees that, and he gets all pissed off. He's like, you piece of shit. And then they have an 80s fight. Not like where, you know, like they throw punches and kicks. They just push each other, and then, like, they tussle on the ground for a little bit and they're like ah you're a dick no you're a dick that was a huge fight and then until that happens until the counselors come in and break it up after the fight is broken up we cut to paul trying to slide into angela's dms back then they didn't have dms so he just talked with his fucking mouth and he's like telling her some weird ass stories and she's just staring at him all wide-eyed and creepily she's like, and he's like all right well you're weird so i'm gonna leave and she's like bye paul He's like, oh my god, she talked. Ah. And that was her first line as a teenager, because we heard her talk at the very beginning, but it wasn't anything interesting. And then we get to our next death scene, which actually our full true death scene of the movie. So all the guy, all the older guys are out, about ready to go skinny dip, and they're trying to convince other girls to go with them. They're like, no, you guys are fucking creeps, we're not doing that. And then Telly, Telly's dad, convinces one of the girls to go canoeing with them. So they're out on a canoe, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to be a dick for no reason. And starts tipping and rocking the canoe over, and then they fucking flip. <laughs> and then she gets pissed off. And he's like, you're a piece of shit, Telly's dad. And then he pops his head underneath the, the canoe still flipped over, so he's popping his head. So you can just see, like, underwater. And he's just singing a little song. And he's like, Baba Doo Bop, hey! Something like that. 
And then we see a head pop up, and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And then the killer, which is the killer, so the killer pushes Telly's Ted's down, Telly's dad's head down underneath the water until he drowns. And then the next day, uh, one of the lifeguards is like, oh, these fucking piece of shit kids keep making so much mess, and he flips over the canoe, and then they find Telly's dad fucking dead, and he's been ate to shit by a bunch of snakes and stuff. You see a snake crawling from his mouth through his nose. But it looks like he's been dead for like six weeks instead of like three hours. So I was like, oh, can they kind of cut back a little bit on the next one? So uh, after that, we cut to a cop comes and visits and he goes, well, it looks like a freak accident. And then Beefcake Ronnie's like, I don't know, man, he's a really good singer. And then Mel's still trying to cover everything. He's like, shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. Nothing happened. And he gets all pissed off at Beefcakes and then he tells him to shut up. So we cut to the next scene and everybody's playing volleyball. Uh, Angela's just sitting there watching all creepy-eyed, like, Paul comes up and he goes, hey, how's it going? And then Meg yells at him, goes, get out of here. He's like, fine. And then Judy's got a fucking shirt that says Judy. What an egotistical bitch that is. Wear a shirt that just says your name. (laughs) It's not even, like, fancy design or anything, just says Judy in, like, plain black letters, so fuck her. And then uh, shortly after that, we it's nighttime, so we go back to the boys' camp, and uh, Ricky is playing a... the shaving cream and feather joke. I don't know if you guys ever played this where you put the shaving cream on somebody's hand while they're sleeping and then tickle their nose with a uh, little feather and they just smack themselves. <laughs> they look like such a dumbass. It's so fun. Uh, so he does that to uh, one of the guys named Mozart. And then when Mozart wakes up, fucking grabs a knife and starts chasing Ricky around with it. And everyone's like laughing like, this is fine. It's normal. Like maybe he's the killer. Jesus Christ. What the hell? And then that gets broken up, and his knife gets ticking away, and they're like, Ricky's trying to defend him, and he's like, no, don't take his knife away, he was only trying to stab me, it's fine. Uh, but they took his knife away, so, uh, then we pull up to the next day, and then we see uh, Paul and Angela chatting it up, and Judy pops in once again, says, hey, I'm a bitch, and then come right back out of the scene, she says like one line, and then just cuts right back out, she just walks in, walks right out, so, she does that a lot, so. And then we see Meg coming in, and then she's like, oh, walking slowly, hear the dramatic music. And she just gets pissed off at Angela for not answering her. And just starts shaking her like, you stupid bitch, why won't you answer me? And then Beefcakes is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Breaks it up and then they, she gets in trouble. And then uh, we cut to the Judy getting dressed inside the cabin. And she's all pissed off because Meg got in trouble. So starts making fun of Angela. Why she's not sharing with the other girls. And well, we know why. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. And then uh, after that, we see uh, Angela just strolling along, and then you cut to all those older kids. They're on top of a roof having a water balloon fight. Why the fuck are you having a water balloon fight on top of a roof? <laughs> that seems pretty dangerous, and it sounds kind of fun, but it just seems like just do it on the ground. It seems like a lot of work to haul up those water balloons onto the roof. And then just like, ah, oh, we're all done. Well, I guess let's do it again. Ah, uh, but they're in there. They're throwing water balloons at each other, and then they see Angela, so they chuck one at her, hits her right in the tit. And then Ricky's walking out, so he gets pissed off, and he just loses his shit. He's like, you piece of shit, motherfuckers. I'll beat all your asses. Come on, motherfuckers. No, you ain't going to do shit, Ricky. It's like six on one, and they're all way older than you, so you can try, but it's not going to happen. So the older kids come down. They're about to get into a scuffle, but then Mel breaks it up again. He's like, you're in trouble, and then you're in trouble for your potty mouth. And he's like, ah, fuck you all. So we get to another death scene. So after that, uh, we see the leader of the Bad Boys Club with the short shorts and no shirt on. He's running at full speed to the cabin because he's got to take a shit, which, I mean, that's understandable if you get a shit and you're running full speed. you got to get there. So they're about to head to a baseball game, and they ask him, hey, you coming? He's like, yeah, i got to take a wicked dump first. And he's looking through some magazines to find, which may seem like weird. Like, why would he just not look at his phone or play his Game Boy? That, that wasn't around back in the early 80s, so... 
he had to find a magazine. So, again, I totally get that. Need a magazine for a good dump. It might be a power dump, and he might be out there. So, so while he's dumping, uh, we see uh, a board come through one of the, the stall doors, so that's going to lock him in. And then we see the, the window screen that's above him where he's taking a shit. It's slowly being cut open. And then we see a big fucking bee's nest on a stick. We can see somebody's clearly, like, putting the bee's nest through the window. Which, why the fuck are the bees not stabbing her or <laughs> stinging her? It's like, well, we don't want to sting her. She's got the stick. She's fine. Well, this guy right here taking a shit? No, he's done with. So she sticks it all. Or she, he, we're not going to see who the killer is just yet. I might have already actually said it, but oh well. Uh, so we see the killer throw the beehive in there, and then this guy can't get out because the wind, or the bathroom stall is locked, so he's getting stung to shit. And then we get to him, and like his entire face is covered in bees, and there's pus and bubbles and all that all his gross shit. So he, he, he's dead. Pretty sure yeah, he's dead. So finally, after three murders, or three kills, or two murders and almost kill, Mel, the camp owner, he now finally determines that all these are done by a killer and he knows who the killer is the whole time just, you ain't gonna fucking tell us who it is dick you're just gonna assume and then let everybody else die these are the children by the way die not like camp counselors that are older children he's letting children die he knows but he's like well maybe i don't know maybe i don't ah uh, so then we cut to uh, angela paul having like a little romantic date on the beach at night and then uh paul starts getting a little creepy and starts getting a little handsy with her and then you cut to a flashback and you see uh angela and pita uh, in the doorway again as kids and then you see Angela's dad and his partner and they're kind of like awkwardly rubbing each other like it doesn't seem like it's very loving or affectionate they're just uh, like rubbing each other's hair kind of and their arms and the kids are in the doorway giggling and then suddenly that uh, flashback ends and then Angela freaks out and she goes ah don't fucking touch me you creep and then she runs away and Paul's like what did I do so then we get to the next day and then uh, a lot of the campers are playing capture the flag uh, Paul's still trying to apologize for being a little asshole and uh, being handsy with her, but she's like, yeah, no, fuck you. So she walks off, and he's like, hmm, shucks. And then uh, we see Angela walking down this dirt road, clearly not wanting to play Capture the Flag, which they're doing, but Ricky's like, come on, let's play Capture the Flag. I got a great trick, which is going to cut through the woods, which I'm pretty sure that's fucking cheating. You can't fucking cut through the woods when there's just a field right there, and he's going to cut through the woods and go capture their flag. Because they have it set. In most cases, like if it's a big old obstacle course, yeah. But this is just like on like a little football field. So it's fucking cheating, Ricky. So he convinces her to cut through the woods and help her. So while they're cutting through the woods, they find Paul and Judy fucking making out. And then Paul's like, uh, what? Uh, I can explain. And then Angela gets pissed and runs off. And then Ricky calls her like a piece of shit. And she's like, eh, whatever. And then we do uh, another beach scene where uh, we have fucking Meg and Judy doing some more slithering and scooting into the scene. We're like, yeah, we're going to get her. Uh, but this time they actually fucking grab Angela and go, hey, you know what's time to swim, bitch. And then they grab her and then they take her to the lake and throw her in. And while they're getting, be- while she's being thrown in, Ricky sees all this, but he can't do anything because Mel has found out who the killer is. It's fucking Ricky. I know it's you. And, like, he accuses him of, like, trying to take him down. Like, I'm, like, like, fucking 13 years old. I'm going to murder people to take down your shitty camp business. Why the fuck would I want to do that? So, Ricky struggles away. Or, no, uh, Ronnie comes in. He's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're shaking a little kid because you have a hunch he might be the killer. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And then Ricky gets freed, and then he goes and helps Angela out of the water. And then uh, the lifeguard that helps pull Angela out calls uh, Judy and Ricky a peckerhead. That's, that's a term I haven't heard in a while, peckerhead. And they seem pretty offended by it. They're like, you, fuck you. Uh, and then so later that night, we see uh, Meg 
who's like 18 years old and she has a date with Mel, the camp owner, who's like fucking 70. Just kind of gross. So, and they're like, yeah, you know what? We're going to go on a romantic evening behind the bushes and do gross stuff. And she's like, okay, tee hee hee. I'm going to go shower. So she goes to shower in her cabin, but it's full. So she goes to one of the empty cabins and then that's where we get another murder scene. So she's in there showering and then we see a knife stab where her back would be. What's this wall of the shower is like fucking made of paper. Because it's like it's the knife goes in there so easy, and then like it like starts dragging down, and it's like slicing really easy. I'm like, fucking, is that the budget you guys used on? Was this this? We we ran out of budget, and you had to use a fucking paper wall because you couldn't get an actual shower. We see her drop down to the ground, and then she's dead. Um, and then uh, after that, Mel's all like being all creepy, like, "Where's my date at? We're supposed to meet an hour ago," which he's like telling everybody about, which is why everyone else is like, "Ugh, dude, really gross." But then he, uh, so he leaves, and then uh, we see Judy bringing home some dude to her cabin, and then they start making out, and then Mel busts in, and he goes, hey, have you seen my underage date yet? And then they're like, she's like, uh, no, I don't know who you're talking about, I'm just reading this magazine in the dark, with no boys underneath my bed, I swear. And he's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So he leaves, and then the boy's like, yeah, I'm the fuck out of here. So Mel, or Judy's just sitting there on her bed, and then we see a silhouette of what looks like a boy, and like some overalls. And then these, and then you can do like that. They do with all the killers. Like, what are you doing here, you piece of shit? Why are you here? And then they get killed. So, uh, the killer punches her in the face, and then they must have used all their budget on that shower scene because all you see is shadows. You see the killer grabbing the curling iron, and I thought it was shoving down her throat, but I was watching a documentary earlier, and it shoved it in her huh. So we see hands go up, going ah. And then Judy is dead. So it's sad we didn't get a better death scene for her. But eh, whatever. <laughs> they cut the budget out. So uh, then we get a, another scene where like all the counselors are around. And then for some reason, one of the counselors has to go take these like super young kids. They're like six or seven up in the woods to go hiking. Like, why the fuck are they even at this camp? <laughs> camp? What's cap? I think they're even at this cap. Why they're even at this camp. And he's like, fine, I'll go do it. So he brings... All the, like, there's, like, probably seven or eight of them. And then he brings them up into the woods, deep in the woods, and then they all go to sleep right away. And then he's passed out, and then two or three of the kids wake him up and goes, I can't sleep. Can you take us back? And he's like, hmm, should I take back all the kids at once so nothing bad happens, or just take back two of the three kids? So what's the worst that can happen? And then he's like, all right, I'm just going to take two of these kids that are awake, and then these kids that are sleeping, we'll just leave them here and I'll be back for them a little bit. So the worst thing that could happen, happen when he gets back and they're fucking killed. It's like there's a fucking killer on the loose and then you're going to leave these six-year-olds just fucking lying about in the woods. <laughs> a fucking bear could have got them. Apparently they got some fucking crazy-ass snakes and shit in the water that's going to munch on people. So he does that. So he's uh, all like freaking out and he pukes up milk. <laughs> so he, he uh, leaves and then he finds a phone somewhere and then he calls Beefcake Ronnie. And then we see Ronnie going, oh my God, are you serious? What's going on? And then, uh, I might have glossed over this. This might have happened before or after, but who cares? So, uh, Mel is looking around for Meg still, and then he finds her in the shower, which I'm pretty sure we saw Meg fall when she was stabbed, but, like, she's, like, hanging on to the, like, the shower curtain is holding her up, and then he pulls that, and then that makes her fall. Like, how's that little flimsy-ass shower curtain holding up a dead body? But, eh, fuck, it's 80s, cheap budget, so that's where we get that and then we see meg all pissed off he's like oh i know who that killer is and he starts shaking his fist like he's a batman villain and he's like oh i could have got him i could have got him i let him get away he's like what were you gonna do murder him in the fucking middle of the beach where everybody was at when you had a hunch that he might have been the killer 
He doesn't have any evidence either. Like, this doesn't make any new evidence. He, like, he saw it in his eyes. I think that's the only evidence he had, which is fucking stupid. So he's like, yep, I know who it is, definitely. I don't have any new evidence, but, yeah, it's fucking on. So um, he finds Ricky and then beats the piss out of him. And then he's, like, fucking hammer fisting him, bitch slapping him around. And then it looks like it's pretty vicious, but then we find out later that it looks like Ricky's just kind of tired. Like, he ate too much ice cream with some, like, strawberry jam all over his face because there's, like, barely any blood for the amount of punches that were thrown on this big man down to this little kid. So that was a little silly. Uh, but anyway, before, right after he beats the shit out of Ricky, he stands up and he goes, oh, no, and he sees the killer. He's like, it can't be you. And then he gets a fucking arrow to the neck, so he's dead. And then uh, we get to, we're getting close to the closing segments here. So uh, Angela finds Paul on the beach, and he tells him to get naked. And he's like, okay, sure. Which is, as again, this is still kind of fucking gross, because these are actually 13 and 14-year-olds. So, And then when we get to the ending, it's even grosser, and then a little bit more of the stuff makes it even grosser. So that's why it's like, why do I fucking like this movie? But... I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. So, uh, and then we get to the next scene. We find Beefcakes and then one of the other campers, or counselors. They run up on the beach, and then you can kind of see Angela holding Ricky, or, Bob, or fuck, holding Paul. And then we find out he's, she's just holding his head. She fucking chopped his head off. And then she lets that roll away. And then she stands up. She's naked, too. And then we get the big twist, twisty twist, twist. That we find out that during the boating accident between Angela and Pita and the dad, that it was actually Pita that survived and Angela died and so did the dad. And then the crazy fucking aunt, she's like, you know what, uh, I already have a boy and I don't want another one, so we're going to raise you to be a girl. We're going to get the best surgery to make you a girl and we're going to call you Angela. Pretty sure that means angels. Isn't that the right to Pita? And then we cut to the scene that is very infamous for... A lot of different reasons. One is the the twisty twist, but then the main one is, see Angela stand up, she's got blood all over her chest, and she's got her mouth wide open, and then we cut to a doll, obviously, with the same expression, but it, I'm pretty sure I read it was somebody wearing a mask that they did a mold of her face, like a dude, and then we pan out, and then we see that Angela has a dick. Yep, there's a dick right there, just flopping about it's not flopping she's not moving so and then they keep cutting back and forth to angela like the actual angela with the blood going and then they cut to the doll and then they cut to beefcake she's like oh my god it's a boy how did i not know and then that's how the movie ends so that is sleepaway camp so like i said i was reading a little bit of a documentary i just youtubed it and just sleepaway camp documentary and i think it's felicia rose was saying that and then, like, they had a bunch of the directors. Like, they're actually going to put, like, an actual, like, fake dick on her, which would have been fucking disgusting. I don't even know why that was, this director even thought of that as an idea. And they're like, no, that's fucking disgusting. Why would you do that? And he's like, fine, I got a better idea. That's fucking gross. I'm glad they didn't do anything like that. And then also, uh, the killer's hands, I guess they're not very feminine from what they're saying is it's actually Ricky's hands. So anytime you see the killer's hands and then the silhouette that's in the door that's wearing a wig... That's actually Ricky, so technically Ricky's the killer too, so plot twist, it's like Scream where there's two killers. I don't know. So yeah, that was, again, that was Sleepaway Camp. Again, it's another 80s movie, so it's one of those cult classics. It's one of those, again, you just fucking, why, why, why do I fucking love this movie? It's stupid, and that's in like a lot of the death scenes are just kind of silly, like, now we know it's Angela, and this little 70-pound girl is able to tip over this chair with ease on this, like, 250-pound dude that's standing on it. 
And then the guy that looks like he's been dead for like six weeks, he's like, oh, wait, shit, how long has time passed in this camp? This is crazy. It's like a day, a year. It's crazy. Um, but other than that, I mean, like the acting's kind of cheesy, like just some of the other stuff. But that's in the 80s. A lot of the 80s was cheese. And then we just grew up with those, and we kind of love those things too. So that was Sleepaway Camp in a nutshell. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope it wasn't too... Uh, all over the place. It was too all over the place. It was a lot of ramble jamble. But you know what? That's just how this podcast is going to go. It's just going to be all over the place. I'm just going to wing it sometimes. I mean, they got some notes here, which I did better. Actually, this is the second time I've recorded this. The first one was really bad. I'm like, I've, I got to record this again. So I got a little bit more structure compared to the first one. This is like this. Do you call this structure, dude? What the fuck? So yeah, I'm going to call this structure and I'm going to call this fine. Um, maybe not. I'll listen back to it and we'll see. So, uh, until then, peace out, fuckers. You are now exiting the man cave. Side effects will disappear momentarily. Ah!